Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Welcome to show 359. Today we're going to be talking about disappointment. Disappointment, how to get over disappointment so that we can just get on with our lives. Um, so let's crack in. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I'm your host, James Boardman. And if you are coming through, you can please do let me know by hitting the love heart button or do commenting down below. How do you, how well do you deal with disappointment? <clears throat> So, <clears throat> slightly different morning routine this morning, just because you never get any snow down here, but I don't want to risk getting the car stranded driving down to the seafront. Um, so we're doing a little bit different. We're in front of the whiteboard, proper coaching session. Um, so look, I wanted to do, um, and uh, I can't talk too loud because everyone's asleep upstairs, but um, I wanted to do something on disappointment, and I think probably it comes to my mind after obviously um, with the boys going out of the competition at the weekend. Um, <clears throat> I think disappointment is not always a bad thing. I think feeling disappointment shows that actually we care. Um, feeling disappointment shows that um, we actually wanted something and maybe haven't achieved something. But I think based on my own experience and having been with a lot of guys, disappointment can lead to a lot of pity um, it can also lead to a lot of a state of mind that just makes us mope around and dwell. And I think it's important to feel disappointment, but I think it's also important to deal with the disappointment so that we can crack on. So there's a little light switch that we flick on in here, right? So as soon as we feel disappointment, we go through a process, we deal with it, and then we move on. Not mope around, have a few drinks, feel pity, waste even more time that we don't have. Do you know what I mean? So I thought we'd just do like a little sketch that I was thinking about on my walk this morning from the house. And I just wanted to share that really quickly with you on this show. All right. So disappointment. There are a number of disappointments that we can face. Right. So I've just put football at the top there because that's what first thing that comes to my mind. But other things are um, job interviews, maybe not getting a job that you wanted. Maybe something not going well in your business, maybe a launch not going well. Maybe uh, you went on a first date and it was quite disappointing. Maybe you're disappointed in somebody in a relation with in a relationship that didn't do something. Maybe you felt let down. Um, maybe somebody didn't do something that you thought they were going to do, so you felt quite disappointed. Um, maybe you were aiming for a sub two hour half marathon. Do you know what I mean? So anything, anything along those lines that where we feel kind of gutted that we didn't achieve what we wanted to achieve or an outcome didn't happen that we wanted to happen. So just to kind of like put ourselves in that position, if you think about those things, what they end up doing is bringing a low mood, naturally, it brings a low mood, right? Um, and when we're in that low mood, we tend to do all the things that don't benefit us if we're in there too long, so like, we might have a drink, um, we might emotionally eat, we might have a cigarette, even though we've stopped. We might be quite snappy, our mood with other people, because what we tend to do is someone in a relationship has let us down and we feel gutted. Um, we tend to then just not say anything and have that hard conversation saying, I feel quite disappointed you didn't, I feel quite disappointed you didn't show up here or you didn't do this. We don't, as men, open up enough about that so we harness those emotions and they make us feel miserable, right? We're like, <laughs> misery, walking around. Instead of having that conversation with somebody going, you kind of let me down here a little bit. 
I feel quite disappointed. Um, so they, they can all harness, right? So, can you see this board? Good. So there's four things that I've put up here to help us flick that light switch a little quicker. All right, just to help us go through this process. Now, me doing this with you right now, I'm not suddenly gonna change the way that you deal with disappointment, but maybe it brings up awareness. Like these shows are all about, for me, little micro explosions of awareness inside of your brain where you think, oh, maybe I could deal with it slightly different. All right, so there's four key things. Number one is the reality check. Is England going out the World Cup the end of the world? Of course it's not. You could have missiles coming in from another country where your home's at risk constantly, right? But we need to put some element of reality check on England going out of football. Like, touch wood, I'm going to be able to watch like a, another 10 to 12 World Cups. Okay. Um, it's just a sport. I know we get passionate about it, but once it subsides, you kind of think, oh, great. And actually, we can just relax a little bit now because they're out. We don't even have to think about it. Okay. Does you not getting the job that you want mean there's not going to be other jobs going on for you? Of course not. There's an abundance of jobs out there for you. Sure, you didn't get this one, but maybe there's a reason you didn't get that one. I'm a big believer in fate and the universe kind of guiding us to the place that we want to be. So I kind of look at things when I get knockbacks or a launch doesn't go the way I want it to or something doesn't happen in my business. I believe that there's an element of timing to that. If I take this job, it might have brought you more misery. If I took on too many people and we weren't in the right place, it would have caused stress and maybe we wouldn't have got the experience. So always look at that side of things and reality check is that actually it's not the end of the world. Uh, um, you know, I, I think that reality side of thing we need to bring in because we get carried away with our emotions. Look at your expectations that you're setting. Now I've talked about this a lot, right? So expectations, I think naturally as humans, we expect sometimes quite a lot. Some people don't, some people do. I think there's a real mix in terms of the people that I've worked with, spoken with, and with my own, um, <clears throat> with my own thoughts. Now, I didn't expect England to win the World Cup. I didn't go into it thinking, man, we're gonna win the World Cup. Um, I went into it thinking, I think we're going to do well, and I think we're going to get experience with a bunch of young players who's going to do well in the next World Cup or the one after. And that was my expectations. If I look at a launch in my business and I think to myself, well, it's Christmas time, I'm not expecting a huge launch. Or if I know the capabilities of my son, I'm not expecting too much when it comes to GCSEs. So when we manage those expectations and when we look at the outcomes that we set, they're not so unrealistic that we become deeply, desperately disappointed, so much so that we dwell and mope and feel sorry for ourselves. If we can look at the outcome <clears throat> and there's an element of realism to that expectation, and a lot of people are going, nah, screw that, I wanna, I'm going for the top, I'm aiming for the best, this is what I'm gonna achieve, this is how it's gonna, like, that I love the optimism and I love the enthusiasm with it. But we're set, are we setting ourselves up to feel desperately disappointed by overzealous expectations? Okay, we have to be realistic about what we can achieve, what other people can achieve, what other people are capable of, then not having the mindset. Do I feel disappointed when people don't show up in my brotherhood? No, because I understand and expect there are sometimes curveballs in their world that means they are not 100%.
I've been doing this since 2012 for 10 years. These guys have been doing it for six months. So they've got another, nine, I've got nine years. So if I imagine everyone to be as strict or as stringent as I am all of the time, <clears throat> then I'm heaping my expectations on them and then constantly feeling disappointed. Do I feel frustrated when some people don't show up? A hundred percent. Do I feel disappointed? Yes, because what I do expect when people come in is to talk to us, to communicate with us. So that's an example of a managed expectation, right? So <clears throat> manage those expectations because they're the things that set you up. Number three, are there lessons to be learned? Is there experience to be gained? Can you become a little bit wiser from whatever it is that you've gone through that you feel disappointment? So. I think lessons and experience definitely comes right across the board in terms of understanding your conditions. If you're running and you're trying to beat two hours and a half marathon, trying to understand your partner or your children better. So we're learning and we're experiencing from a disappointment and going, right, I've learned a little bit more about this person. Now I not know, now I know not to expect so much. Um, <clears throat> Did you gain experience or learn anything from a job interview? Did we gain or learn anything about an England team? And if you, if you take the England team, for example, we learned that that Bellingham is going to be the next Gascoigne, right? He's going to be an unbelievable player. We learned that Harry Kane is human. We learned that there's a great team bond. We learned that we've got a great coach. Like there was loads of different points of view for everyone, but I believed in every disappointment um, there's a lesson and some experience to be gained, right? And then the last one is process the disappointment. Don't hide it. Like literally take some time on a morning routine, on an evening routine, on a run at the gym to think about the disappointment and actually why you are disappointed. I think most of the time you'll come back to that was too high. Most of the time. But learn from it gain experience from it understand it better process it because what that does is allows you to flick that little light switch to go right outcome disappointing let's go through the checklist light switch we flick the light switch we can get on with life after that right but if we come here and we don't do that we're going to go to this pity party state of mind we're going to dwell we're going to mope about, we're not going to show up, and then we're finally going to get over it and move on with life. This process, this process, might take four days. Man, it might take four hours. <laughs> it might take four minutes, okay, if you're quite non-emotional like me. <laughs> This process could take four months. I wonder if you had four months to waste or even realistic four weeks. Like we're gonna sit around dwelling disappointed or are we gonna get back up and then we're gonna crack back on we're going to keep fighting for our lives. We're going to keep fighting for the next opportunity. We're going to keep fighting for everything else that's going on. Okay. And I think that this here allows us just to be more aware rather than stuck in the mud. This is stuck in the mud. 
this is finding a way to get out of the mud. This is like sitting there going, oh, I just have to accept it. My life's over because I didn't get a job. Or my life's over because someone let me down. <clears throat> it's not, is it? This is problem solving. This is confronting. This is dealing with. This is managing emotions so that we can get on with it. All right, amigos. I hope that helps for Monday. Um, I hope you're safe wherever you are. Obviously, it's turbo snowy down here. We never get any snow. So, um, obviously, the world comes to an end <laughs> when there's snow here. But have a great day, and I'll catch up with you Wednesday.